How do you say no to a lucrative opportunity when it just isn't the right fit for you or your business? Hi, welcome to another episode of Business Mindset Mastery. My name is Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and performance coach for business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. You can always find me over at choosetohaveitall.com. And today's listener question already knows my answer, but she's asking it anyway. Let's dive in. Heather, I need to borrow your brick and mortar experience. I have a counseling business myself, and it is doing fairly well. However, I accept insurance, and as you know, that green limits the income potential for my business. I have some. St- I have started some private pay fee-for-service work, and that helps some. I was recently approached by what is called a divorce concierge firm, a law firm looking to take the pain out of divorce by being a one-stop shop for divorcing women. They are offering me a considerable amount for 10-hour-long sessions each month with their clients. There is also the potential to host monthly workshops on maintaining emotional health during divorce. With a contract like this, I could easily decrease the percentage of insurance clients I have to see, and I would be able to make more money. It should be the answer to my prayers, really, but it all fills me with dread. I don't want my work to be potentially included in lawsuits or divorce proceedings, and I don't want to work with people with these particular pain points. From listening to you every day, I rather think I know what you're going to tell me. You're going to give me permission to say no. How do I give myself that permission? Why should I whine about 10 not-so-great hours a month? It seems like such a waste of a lucrative opportunity. So yes, I know what you're going to say, but I'm asking anyway. All right. So yes, you know that overall you have a choice here, right? You've been listening to the show. You know that um, money isn't everything, that we have to choose the things that are going to make us happy. We're going to have to choose the things that got us closer to the life we want and the businesses we want to run. And sometimes that means saying no to money, to leaving money on the table. For this particular instance, you're also saying you're saying no to added complications to your work. Even though you wouldn't be working with insurance, you see the writing on the wall. If you're working with a divorce firm, you could likely be called as a witness in divorce proceedings, mediation, or um, trial, right? And that's what you're looking to avoid. You know your why. So you're not whining about 10 unnecessary hours. You're saying these 10 hours would come at this cost. So I'm not going to just tell you to say no and don't worry about it. I'm going to help you walk through your decision and maybe you're going to still get to a no at the end of it, but maybe you'll choose something else. So here's where I land with it. And I'm just going to talk to you as if this had happened to me because situations like this pretty regularly do happen to me where I'm asked to do something and I have to walk myself through the same situation. So I know your deal in brick and mortar private therapy office, you know, businesses, you are at the mercy of insurance companies. I said this often that when I, you know, when I left the business that I ran after 10 years, I was making less per hour from all of the insurance companies than I did in year one because the rates for service providers decreased. So with 10 years more experience on the table, I was bringing home less. And absolutely, that was one of the reasons why I moved to a full fee private pay model and then ultimately just switch to online business and coaching. So I absolutely know where you're coming from and I understand feeling limited by income potential and wanting to change that. You get to decide 
how you do that. You've already decided, you've already made the decision that you're going to do that, that you want to increase your business's income potential by seeing other lucrative opportunities that could be available to you. This one has your attention because it came to you. What I'm wondering is how many other opportunities did you go looking for? Have you thought about this idea of who would you ideally like to help in a private fee model? When you talk about having fee-for-service private pay type work, um, are you specific with who you're trying to help? Are you specific with how you want to help them? Are you clear on what you want these private pay people to be coming to you with? Or are you just randomly trying to increase your private pay hours? Because one of the things you could do if you decide that divorcing women connected to a law firm are not for you, but there is a subset of people that you really would like to help, how could you help them? So for example, at some point in time, a local bariatric um, medical office um, that did bariatric um, services approached me and they asked me to do evals for them. So um, in in the contract, it was private fee because I wasn't diagnosing their clients. I just needed to evaluate them for bariatric surgery. So I would do these monthly evals and then if I wanted to, I could include, you know, I could continue to see these people privately or um, as an addendum, you know, to the services the bariatric clinic was offering. So that was, you know, I, I think I did maybe 10 hours a month. So something similar that you did with your divorce um firm here. So it was, you know, they came to me. I don't know that it's an idea that I ever would have independently thought of and gone looking for, but once that idea came to me and I enjoyed doing it, I just went towards other medical like services that needed evals done in order to get them and approached doctors and said, Hey, after, you know, a year of doing this type of eval for these kind of doctors, I'm expanding my interest. If you would like this for your patients, blah, 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 blah. And then I got all kinds of different evals and um, requests sent, and they were one and done diagnostics that I didn't have any long term relationship with the client for. I could offer my opinion, put it out there, and um, you know, it was kind of like one and done. And I really liked that kind of work. What I would encourage you to do is go through that same process for yourself. If you know you like the idea of having steady, regular income and you like the idea of having a monthly contract, I would start to think about the type types of people you would like to help and then how you could help them. And then you need to market like it's 1999 and go pitch your services. So for example, perhaps you decide you want to work with corporate women who were, you know, um, working on leadership. That's one of the niches that I had when I first started in the online space. So you could start to approach human resource firms. You could start um, approaching um, like the benefits departments, people in the large corporations who give their employees to benefits and offer five session coaching packages to their clients, but you could pitch yourself. You get more control over your business when you get crystal clear on who it is you want to help and how you want to help them. You get less control when you're simply open to whatever happens to find you because then you're like, you're lucky if someone Googles you and lands on your website or somebody remembers your name from, you know, two years ago and thinks to ask you. But if you get clear on who you want to help and how you want to help, 
help them, I think that's the gold in your pocket. You don't have to say yes to this opportunity, but you have to say yes to creating an opportunity for yourself by getting clear on who you are, what you do, and how you serve is step one. Like because you may not want to do it in the traditional therapy model. And when you're doing it in a private fee way, you don't have to. So for example, one of the things that I had a client, um, right when I was wrapping up my time, um, in New England, uh, she, you know, she herself was a trauma therapist and she was also super into yoga. And I said to her, I said, you should get the certification for trauma informed yoga therapy practice so that you could be one of those coaches, um, offering that service. So now she has the whole little side business of offering trauma informed yoga classes to people. She doesn't have to do the, the, you know, the insurance notes. She doesn't have to diagnose people. People pay her privately. They simply come to the class, but they get an expert in that and she gets the side money from that. That type of thing is what I would encourage you to think about for yourself. What are the opportunities you could create look for or seek. It's so much easier to say no to money when you know what you're doing instead. Leaving at saying no is kind of wasteful, is kind of dumb, because then I am going to say, really, you don't want to do this for 10 hours a week if it's just being handed to you. But if you're telling me you're willing and interested in doing something instead, then my answer changes. So I want you to walk through that. Because, you know, it's funny, <laughs> my husband said those words to me at the end of the email that you wrote me, you said, why should I whine about 10 um, hours a month? Because I turned, um, I turned down a, <laughs> I turned down a lucrative opportunity recently because um, the business owner and I didn't see eye to eye um, on certain things and we just didn't agree. Um, and I, you know, I was talking to my husband about it and he's like, you have changed so much. He's like, you have a business that's so largely what you want is an exact reflection of what you want. Like, why would you complain about 15 hours a month? Like it's like two hours a week, three hours a week. Like who cares if three hours of your week are not so good. And I said, Hey honey, remember my new year's resolution. I didn't come this far to only come this far. That's the mantra and the way that I live my life. So no, I'm not going to choose unless I have to, unless it's like in direct con, you know, contradiction with financial goals, unless there's going to be some huge consequence to me not doing it. I'm not going to say yes to something I know I don't want to do, but I am going to be deliberate in my plan for what I'm going to do instead. You can't just say no to this and be like, well, I'll just wait for the next opportunity to find me. You have to say no and then have a plan. And what I would do is spend some time, and this is how I did it for myself, thinking of the people you could help all day long. If you were to look at your schedule and be like, oh my God, I get five of them today, um, and be so excited about that. Who are those five people? What are they coming to you with? What are the questions they have? Your favorite things to talk about. Start to look at the themes, the connections that emerge, and then start to create a little mini marketing plan 
plan for yourself on how you're going to establish yourself as an expert in that, how you're going to put yourself out there. Um, most therapists, for example, have profiles on psychology today. It's like a leading therapist um, referral network website. I'm assuming you have one. So one of the things that I did at one point in time is I tweaked regularly, actually tweaked my psychology today profile to reflect the kinds of clients I was hoping to get. You could easily do that for yourself. You could sacrifice one of their little paragraphs for a clear descriptor of people who XYZ and need ABC, and you could put yourself out there as an expert. You want to make sure your website reflects this client interest. Um, you want to make sure you have a couple of articles on your website about the specific client interest that's keyword rich and SEO friendly. So if people were to Google you locally for therapy and also be Googling for this particular pain point, they'll be more likely to find you. And then you have to figure out where these people are um, or who knows these people and how you're going to get yourself in front of them. So that's a lot of work, but it creates the foundation for the kind of business you want and the kind of like the way you want to make your money, not just the idea of making money, because if all you do want to do is make money, like then fine. Yeah. Go say yes to this person. But you're telling me you own your own brick and mortar. You're not, um, you know, like you're not working for some other mental health agency, you're not working for another provider, you're already the boss of your business. So as the boss of your business, you get to decide what direction you want to take it in. And that's what I would tell you to do. Um, so yeah, I, I know your struggle. And no, you don't have to do 10 hours of work that yes, I agree with you too, you'd likely get pulled into court all the time. But again, that can be lucrative if you include that in the contract that like, if I'm going to be Hold into court, I expect to be paid this, you know, hourly rate. That's how I worked it out with lawyers who were referring to me is that like, that's fine. But then this is, you know, this is my hourly rate for that. So if you decided to say yes to it, you could decide what amount would make some of that stuff worth your while. But if you just don't want to do it, you don't want to do it, but you're the boss of this business. So you get to say no, you just should also have a plan of what to do instead, given that you've already decided you don't want to be limited by insurance. Um, so I don't know if that's exactly what you thought I was going to say. I, reading your letter, I kind of think that you wanted me to just send you off into the sunshine, feeling good about saying no to a lucrative deal and not so much with me on this one. But hopefully you see where I'm coming from and it, hopefully it helps. If anyone listening needs my two cents on your problem, I would welcome the opportunity to respond. Uh, you can always find me over at Heather at Choose to Have at all.com. Thanks so much for checking in with me today. I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.